Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Griefcast with me, Carrie Adloyd. How do we grieve for someone? How does it change and evolve as we get older? My dad died when I was 15 and it took me many, many years to be able to express what I had gone through. So I decided to create Griefcast, a chance to talk, share and laugh about the weirdness of grief and death. But with comedians, so it's not that depressing, I promise. Each time I talk to a different comedian about their own personal experience of grief as we remember someone that they have lost along the way. Whether it was a long time ago or you've just joined the club, this is a chance to talk about the peculiar human process of death. Welcome to Griefcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hey Griefsters, hope you're having an okay week. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. That's not right, is it? Listening? Downloading, that's the word I'm looking for. If you follow us on Twitter or Instagram at The Griefcast, you'll see we were nominated for a Rose Door Award this week. Uh, We didn't win sadly uh, a program made by the world service about the moon landings one but i didn't mind at all because the rose door is very prestigious and it was the first year they'd uh, actually let podcasts be nominated so thank you so much for being part of that and listening and sharing the love and spreading the word about Griefcast because it wouldn't be possible without you uh, as i said if you do enjoy it please do tell people let people know if there's a particular episode that you think will help feel free to tweet it i'm always retweeting stuff on at the Griefcast that uh, might be useful um, but yeah thank you very much to yourself and the Rose Door and the whole jury that's the speech I, I didn't get to make um, also last week if you listened to the intro I think there's about five of you um, I said that this was going to be compilation episodes it's not I forgot we had an episode left so next week will be a compilation 
so if you do still have a clip from the 2019 episodes that you'd like to hear again please do tweet me at the griefcast and we will try and put all of those together this week is a special live episode from Guys and St Thomas's Hospital in association with the palliative care team. They are an incredible team. Uh, my contact there, I don't, I don't know if she's in charge, but my contact there is an amazing lady called Kim Sinjin. St John? How do you say it? I think Sinjin, isn't it? Sorry, Kim. Kimberly Sinjin, uh, who has just been changing the conversation around death. She's incredible. She's been organising events since I met her last year about death and conversations. She organised a talk. Um, with myself and the lady who runs Copperfield and another lady, Erica Buist, who's writing about death festivals and she's sold it out. She writes these pamphlets of how to talk about death and will and do not resuscitate forms. She's just making sure that this conversation about death and grief does not go away and is normalised and she's also an amazingly brilliant human being. So uh, it was Kim that invited us to come and do our first ever live episode at a hospital. Uh, which was really interesting. Most of the audience were members of staff, I think. Not necessarily from palliative care either, just um, doctors and people who worked at the hospital. We didn't have a mic in the audience, so it sounds like they weren't laughing, and it sounds a little bit sometimes like there was only four of us there, but there were uh, other people in the audience very much enjoying it. It was an incredible experience to have those conversations in a hospital. I was joined by three brilliant stand-ups, Heidi Reagan, who won BBC New Comedian of the Year. She co-hosts The Guilty Feminist sometimes. She's also the host of Radio 4's Grown Up Land. Uh, Rajiv Karia, who's had a brilliant up-and-coming stand-up here in amazing Edinburgh this year. And Glenn Moore, who has been on Mock of the Week and Comedy Central and is a very, very funny human indeed. And they very kindly came to talk to me about grief and funerals and death and all sorts. And it's an extremely funny and lovely episode. Hope you enjoy uh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having us at Guy St. St. Thomas's. We are here as part of the Let's Talk Transforming End of Life Care Conversations. Uh, we invited him here by the palliative care team and specifically Kim. Would you welcome to the stage your comedians for the night? Please welcome Heidi Reagan, Rajiv Karia and Glenn Moore, everybody. Give them a round of applause. Oh, I, I love the centre aisle. That made it feel like you were definitely on a game show. <laughs> um, thanks for being here, guys. Much appreciated. I'll start, I'll start with the big questions. Uh, Glenn, how do you feel about death? <laughs> Is it something that you think about a lot or you're worried about? No, I, I kind of think... Um, I, I, I've... I had a bit of a think about it a couple of years ago. Um, in the same, in, and now in you're the, done. That's yeah, it. yeah. In the same way, but like I realised like about ten years ago that I couldn't uh, clip my fingers and I couldn't whistle. So I spent like Whoa. one afternoon just teaching myself both those things, and I was like, okay, now that's done. Uh, and Can so I did the same I... with death and dealing with that a couple of years ago. I was like, okay, I've had an afternoon of thinking about that. I've put some time aside. Um, and uh, what was harder, the clicking or thinking about death? Uh, the clicking, because I just it just it took longer with the death thing. It was like. I, I, I think I've come to... I think I've gradually got my head around the idea that j just the idea of your, your brain would just switch off and there's no, like you, 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 would, you would just stop. And so there's nothing you can really... You wouldn't know it's happened. <laughs> so right. even, even if you okay. were like seconds away from certain death, you yeah. still wouldn't know it was a definite until it happened, at which yeah, point yeah. you wouldn't know it's happened. I see what you're saying, yeah. So the way I see it is like, well, it's... It's it. There's no point worrying about it because it it could happen. <laughs> it could happen at any time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so there's, there, I, the way I see it is like there, there is no need in worrying about it because, oh. uh, and in the same way that there's no point worrying about it with anyone I know because even if there's someone, if, if there was a relative who I knew was ill and you think oh it could happen in a few years, exactly the same thing could just kind of come out the blue 
on a random midweek day, so wow. there's no point thinking about it. That's that very practical. That doesn't terrify you. Oh, <laughs> enormously so. But I try and be as sort of formal about it as possible. Like I, I don't want to wear a tie, but it's the only way I can sort of feel like rigid about my whole life, you know? <laughs> I love that it took the same amount of time. I actually don't believe you can click because you haven't done it yet. You keep talking about it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well done. Well done. That's really... Um, Rajiv, how do you feel? Do you feel as calm as Glenn does about it? I think it's very I, calm. I think I, I grew up... I thought about death a lot as a child I, I spoke to my parents about this this week and they said she said yeah you got incredibly morbid at about age five wow and you wouldn't go to didn't, I don't want to I don't want to go to school because I was worried that my dad would die while I was away oh. and then she and then she said but you never were that worried about me <laughs> and I was like oh I think that's just because you were never going anywhere right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you were you were too special I think I was just incredibly <laughs> morbid and then I thought about it more recently I thought I don't really think about I don't really think about it, and when I do, it doesn't really worry me in like an irrational way. God, you guys are so calm. That's well, incredible. I thought I thought maybe it's because I'm really mentally robust, and then I thought, <laughs> oh no, what if it's because I'm so mentally fragile that my brain can't even handle thinking about it, yeah. so it just doesn't let me. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, it's, one it's up to you to find out. Yeah, <laughs> you and your therapist. <laughs> That's amazing that both of you are very, very calm. I, I think about it all, obviously all the time. I'm worried about it all the time. I mean, I've made it worse for myself by doing a weekly podcast <laughs> where people tell me horrific stories of death, which does make you think, well, oh, it can be pretty bad. It can be pretty bad. I think as well, that I, I guess I'm in a lucky enough position where I haven't had any major, yes. major ones in my life. You know, I've, ha- I've, I, I, I've had the classics. I've had like my grandparents and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but outside of that, I haven't really sort of had any. And, so, and at the same time, I haven't really for many years in my life been in a situation where I've got anyone who, who's sort of dependent on me or who I'm dependent on. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's when you sort of feel you're more responsible for people. Oh yeah. That's when it, that's when it, the anxiety. Yeah. Creeps yeah, in. yeah. Yeah. Um, Heidi, how do you feel about it? you as relaxed? I mean, I feel pressure to be cool <laughs> and calm now. Uh, I worry about death a lot. In t- I've only had the classics. Classics. But, yeah. So great. I worry wrong with it. a lot about anyone <laughs> else I'm uh, and i have lots of friends top 10 yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. and in a not helpful way and i have people who i'm still friends with that we would have drifted but i've just suddenly imagined them dying and then felt bad and so then kept in touch with them so <laughs> it's really hard to keep up <laughs> but i'll just be like i think that person's a bit of a jerk and then i imagine their funeral and how sad i'd be and i go oh you know what i regret that then we lot so i stay in touch um and that must be so time consuming it is so time consuming (laughs) (laughs) poor me um and then in terms of my i don't worry about my own death but i uh not in a brave way just Mm. in a switch off way and i know it's not brave because the um very few times where i've had a possible like health scare or something mm. that we're finding that but the second i got it, i a freaked out and was like no not me the world can't do that me and also i get scared about dying because of my own like because i didn't check something and my mum being angry at me right before oh. i die so it's more about being in big trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah your mum being like i told you yeah yeah i mean i like, said four uh, weeks ago get that looked at that's yeah. Kind of, yeah yeah so, oh, that would suck. That would yeah. be really bad. I, I yeah. did think the other day how you can't. There's no way to know who what people's last thought is. But I bet like over half pe- half the people, it's just oh, I can't believe I've done that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a sense of being like, oh, I'm so stupid to let yeah. myself die like this. And yeah, then done yeah. out. 
There must be a lot of that. There must be a lot of like. And imagine trying to. I mean, his. these guys have that. To minister to that, if someone's done the worst we had, which we mentioned the Greekcast live before, which I'm so sorry. This is someone you know and love. They d- <laughs> they died getting their head stuck in a cinema seat. What? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and that just for me is oh, that's, what? Yeah, I don't know how. All but, I know is that's how they but died. But also, the, the, wor- the worst thing about that would be, and this did come true for them. But oh, this is going to be on the news, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. But although, uh, having said that, the one thing that made me feel better—I say better about that—it wasn't me, and I can't really say this on behalf of the person. But they, they, they later died of their injuries. Right. So they didn't die. Oh, I didn't know that. In, yeah, so they okay. weren't they weren't like killed by the cinema scene. Great. Um they in Because that's fact, what I thought. It's like they just got stuck and then their friend were like, Oh, you just picking up your popcorn. They died. Oh my god, he's dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They've been picking up your popcorn for ages. Um, no, no, but they I think they were hospitalized they and then and then they their head stuck in I, yeah. I guess I guess the good thing about that is you kind of become a cautionary tale. It's not yes, the best way. That's true. It's yeah. not a motorcycle accident in a local town, but it's yeah. just you know, but how, wait, how do you, how do you legislate for that? <laughs> and next time I go to the cinema, everyone goes, by the way, don't um I guess Put your lean head in, in any way. <laughs> get away from there. Get away yeah. from there. Yeah. Don't I also it. used to get my head stuck in the banister repeatedly, so I now feel like a survivor. Oh, quite brave. <laughs> why, did, why repeatedly, Heidi? Why are I you it back in there? I don't remember the motivation, but I remember the shame every time it had happened again. <laughs> uh-huh. like, oh, I remember this. Remember, <laughs> she said. She said, and again, you were in. Big trouble. Big trouble, Big yeah. Trouble. <laughs> um, Heidi, have you thought about like how you want to go? You said you're not really thinking about your death, but like, is there a sort oh, of ideal? Obviously, I think about oh, okay. the farewells, okay. the many people grieving. Uh, <laughs> I think I would like a good couple of weeks to have some parties. Just a couple of weeks? So you want someone to say, you've got two weeks left? Yeah. Okay. Like, go hard, two weeks of partying, <laughs> but not long enough to have pressure to go bungee jump. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, because I guess if it's six months, it's like you could go traveling the world. And yeah, you're like, oh. oh, for God's sake, no. <laughs> kill me now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So just a hard two weeks and hard two weeks, <laughs> but solid partying. Solid parties. <laughs> Do guess, all the drugs I never yeah. did. Be- become horrific, so no one misses me. They're like, oh, she was a wreck at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She got really unpleasant in the last two weeks, actually. (laughs) She was so drunk at that party. It was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was really rude. She had her head stuck in the banister for most of the time. That's my bucket list. (laughs) Twice, we told her. Heidi, don't put it in there. Um, Yeah, that's okay. Solid tooth. Um, Rajiv, what about you? How do you want to... You've obviously been worrying about it since you were five. I I, I like... I feel like all of the deaths that I've known of, like, in my extended family... They kind of were just gone. They were old and then they'd had a heart attack and it was done. Right. And it'd be nice to have some time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like be told, right, you've got about six months because then you can you know come to terms with it and you can see the people you want to see. But then, you know, there's the degenerative <laughs> You might be in pain. Of it all, yeah. <laughs> that is the thing with the slow six months. As I'm sure some yeah. of the people here can tell you, you might be in pain. Yeah, imagine yeah. it's no holiday. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's, I mean, look, it's your death. You can plan it if you want like, oh, in, in six months, you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah, I'd love to be able to schedule the heart attack. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She'd be like, oh, it's going to be coming up in... Yeah, yeah, some sort of like paranormal being comes and visits you and says, you've had a good run, you've got six months left. Get your affairs in order. Put it in your iCal. What are you doing Thursday? Oh, Oh, heart attack. You just know you wouldn't look at it. You'd be like, I've got something today. (laughs) What what is it? I've got something today. Thud. (laughs) Maybe that'd be good, then you're not worrying about it. 
Yeah, I'll write it on like a post-it and then I'll put it on the fridge and then it'll fall off when I'm out and then I'll totally forget about it and then I'll just get... I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to tell my wife something. What was it? And it's gone. And then, it's yeah. Gone. And it's good, yeah. Fair warning. Yeah. I have six months kicking around, maybe see some mates. Even better, maybe not. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, and then done. Yeah. And then done. I don't know if I'm that good with pain. Maybe just, yeah, yeah. heart attack would be nice. <laughs> You're both but, very, like, like two weeks to six months. It's quite, you could, you know, it's not very long, really. I think we're both presuming this is going to be in like 40 to 50 years. Oh, I see. So you're imagining very old. Yeah. Uh, that's what people do who've only lost the classics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'll be 85. Like, it was, I'm like, so it could be next year. So like, what do you want? Yeah, okay. But that's that's just me and my death anxiety. Um. <laughs> no, I'm going to be partying hard as an 80-year-old. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. What do 80-year-old parties look like? I <laughs> you're taking drugs. a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't thought that through. But. Okay. But yeah. that's what you're imagining, old. I mean, I, w- I was imagining soon for the purposes of oh, the... Oh, okay, okay. Hence no, why yeah. I thought the party. But now that if I'm 80, maybe just you a week. You only wanted two weeks soon. <laughs> if it was like, Heidi, you're going to die next week, you'd be like, oh. I oh, yeah, two. I think if it was longer, that would just I'd just get in my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get in the old noggin. <laughs> just be worrying about dying. Yeah, i got a party to plan. I'd rather focus. Yeah, so okay, that, yeah. that's fair. Um, Glenn, how do you want to go? Uh, I think Odeon more than Cinewell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would quite like to, to be like like world record old like in the 120s really and for a friend or relative to kill me (laughs) um just because then when everyone would then hear about sort of like oh the oldest person lived to be 132 and then obviously they passed away because his wife shot him Um, and everyone would be like what I beg your pardon killed by a local 131 year old yeah yeah. (laughs) oh yeah came for the title old yeah Mm. I think but if it was to happen really soon I'd really want it to be out of spite um (laughs) And I'd I, I, like uh, it, I, in the same way that like um, uh, when you had like a police officer who would come to your school when you were younger and tell you not to do drugs because they'd be like if you if you have one ecstasy tablet you will die. <laughs> um, to uh, v- but that fear uh, led me away from uh, most hard drugs, not all the hard drugs, but most of the hard drugs. <laughs> and I really want to try one of those hard drugs for the first time for it to instantly kill me and for me to be able to be like I told you like, I, I told I knew this was going to happen yes yeah, so like all your cool friends who take drugs because yeah. I'm the same I don't and then who were like you're not going to die and then you do and they're like god he always thought he would mm. yeah. or and then from you're back to that terrible feeling of I can't believe I bloody died yeah. <laughs> first one that is so me um, we were just talking before and Rajiv was saying that you can die from uh, eating and then swimming in the sea. And then swimming in the sea. What? So I think that's how you should go, Glenn. Yeah, that's yeah. it's. So the idea, if you so so what was it again? If you eat and then you swim in the sea, that's and if you if you st- if, no, if you stay underwater and you hold your breath, then you do. You, it's called drowning. <laughs> and but it's correct. What, what was it again? Come on, so, explain well, this theory. This is one of these things which I, I think I was told once, but I've just completely taken it on as gospel. <laughs> Maybe somebody here can c- correct me. Or, in that, if you eat like a, a substantial meal and then go straight away into the sea, a cold sea, the blood that your body needs to digest the food will go to your extremities to try and warm you up, and that kind of that could kill you. I feel like that's not true. <laughs> oh, years I, wasted I, at the beach. <laughs> But also I feel like the, the circumstances are so far away from anything anyone would naturally do after yeah. a massive meal to go, oh, that sea looks freezing. So, <laughs> in we go. Yeah, because you're more likely to be on holiday. Maybe you've had a large paella and mm. then go straight into the, the a warm sea because you're like, oh, and then you might get a tummy ache because you're like, oh, this is, I've had a stitch. But right. that's what I thought that was a myth. 
Yeah, which I found get... out that is a myth. Yeah. They, they go, oh, you, you shouldn't go swimming after, like, to tell you yeah. as kids. Well, apparently, it's like, it's not great. Like, you, you know, you might feel a bit like, you might get a bit of indigestion. You might die. <laughs> from, yeah. 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 But di- dying from the cold, sea, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, that's the thing. I was told it once, completely believed it's true. Told these guys as if it were true. <laughs> and now we're in this pickle. <laughs> and now I'm I, absolutely frightened of going into the Atlantic after a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. We all know we're not going to do that. Do not go into the Atlantic after a large curry. That's fine. <laughs> we've, we've all, you've taught us something. Um, Heidi, do you have thoughts of your funeral? So if it is a two-week party, yeah, yeah, yeah. are you going to have a party funeral to follow to well, keep um, in with the theme? When I left uh, a job, uh, me and my friends um, had a thing in the backyard where we made a fire and burnt my pay slips and stuff <laughs> and tried to do like a Viking funeral. At, at the place you worked? Well, in the backyard of my friend uh, Natalie's house. Okay. But it was we all worked together and we burnt okay. the pay slips. So I... I like Lord of the Rings and all that. So when mm. I die, ideally, I would like to be on a boat and someone shoots a <gasps> flaming arrow at the yes. boat to set fire to it. Who and is it? Yeah. Is that? Who? Sorry, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> is it Boromir that that happens to? I think mm. Boromir yeah, goes. They, they he doesn't like get it. set on fire. He yeah. goes down the river. Yeah. But uh, Game of Thrones, they did set yes, fire to, yeah. and he kept missing the boat. It was very amusing in a time of grief. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we just had a, a brief fantasy. Um, <laughs> Quite so you want fun <laughs> for the grievers as well, just like a yeah, bit of a game. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, so people take it in turns, a bit like a fair. Yeah. yeah. To shoot yeah. a flaming arrow into at your course. Yeah. Are you on? Like and they're still angry at me about what I was like in the last two <laughs> weeks. So they want to do it yeah. at the party. Yeah. yeah. That, God, fucking Heidi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me give me the arrow. Give me two arrows. I'll have a tape recording playing on me going, you can't get me. (laughs) Great shot. And then I'll give them more motivation. Good one, losers. (laughs) Oh my God. Every now and then it's a, I love you all. (laughs) I'll miss you. Also, I guess it's uh, it's quite nice because it gives all of your friends and family the opportunity to see what it would be like to fire an arrow into you without any consequences. Yeah. 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 They've been Definitely test I'm dead, otherwise, oh, manslaughter. Yeah, what a yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. way to get manslaughter <laughs> Where is this? So are you on a river? No, I'm in my bedroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess a river okay. doesn't matter where it leads. Yep. Council will sort that out wherever Rivendell. I show up. <laughs> what on earth is this? Lewisham Council this is not okay you were resting all your family for shooting (laughs) flaming arrows into the Thames it was her wish I guess (laughs) yeah guys you need a permit for this sort of thing Um, so just on a river and like what so everyone's lined up along the riverside with one flaming arrow that gets passed down no you'd have that wouldn't work (laughs) Uh, I guess everyone could have an arrow but that they'd have to all be on the same side otherwise if they overshoot <laughs> oh my goodness I've not planned this well there's going to um, be a few more Viking funerals the next week yeah yeah bring the boat back we've got another couple of bodies to add to the I don't know if part. it works with it but before this I had also always planned that uh, for make everyone a bit happy at my mm. funeral uh, does anyone know the Disney Robin Hood film? Yes, classic. Do you remember the tune at the, in the opening credits where they're all walking along? It's like... Doo, 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 doo. I wanted yeah. that to play as people brought my oh. coffin in and they have to dance like in the... But then they're going to have to put it on a boat and then shoot me full of arrows. <laughs> so it's... But arrows is Robin Hood, so... Yeah, I didn't have But to... I also told my girlfriend I want that tune at our wedding because we've <laughs> sung it together now and then she was like but you just it's your funeral song I'm like marriage is like a funeral no I didn't say that <laughs> I quite I think that's nice though if you had it at the wedding and then you play at the funeral yeah I think circle that's kind of, of life yeah circle of life exactly that's yeah. kind of neat um, 
I now want you to have a Disney Robin Hood themed funeral and for everyone to come yes. dressed, dressed as, as crows or whatever he is yeah. with like their legs in those big boots and the beaks and yep. the hats. You I mean, really I think it Hood. would really be a respectful affair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but everyone has giant beaks yeah. and is shooting arrows at me. I had a pair of knee-high boots once that looked exactly like the boots he wears. And Amazing. I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing Robin Hood podcast. Um, <laughs> I have been uh, severely misled on what this podcast is. Sorry. Let's it's do very that. very morbid for let's a Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that separately. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. The bit where he gets the rings. Always, oh, uh, my amazing. Um, <laughs> Rajiv, what do you want for your funeral? Have you? Um, I, I'd quite like to do some pranks. Some classic, <laughs> some classic, classic pranks. Classic um, pranks. What do you class as a classic funeral prank? I'd love to have, like, like insist to someone that the song I wanted to hear, like, I'm not, you must play this, it's very special to me, but I don't want to tell anyone why. And just pick some really, really bad novelty song. Oh, nice. Like, um, like... Monster Mash. Monster Mash. He loved this. He really did. <laughs> like, anything really... Something that people really loathe, though. I, would, I think Monster Mash, is, it slaps too much. It's quite fun. It's quite... Mm. I think people are like, fun. yeah, this... this Baby Shark. And there's also, like, an undead Baby vibe to it, is which terrible. is probably... Terrible, mm. yeah. But something people really go, oh... And I think I like to think amongst my friends and family, they think I've got some good musical taste, and this will completely shatter that. They're like, he didn't know anything. <laughs> what, what if it was like Baby Shark, but you get Ellie Goulding to do a beautiful, slow <laughs> oh, acoustic a jo- a John, a John Lewis version. Yeah, John yeah. Lewis yeah. version. A John Lewis of any song that shouldn't be a John Lewis version. Yeah, yeah. Breathy cover of something, like the Monster Mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something off a terrible advert. Yeah. Baby cake. I would probably buy that. There you go. <laughs> it's like, just something to really have them go. Give them pause where they go. Oh, okay. I guess. I guess. It'd be you nice like this if it was stuff. the slow Ellie Goulding version. So like it plays and everyone's like, oh, this is beautiful. And then they start listening and they're like, isn't this Baby Shark? Yeah. <laughs> like so it takes a while for it to like hit the yeah. crowd. Yeah. I Somewhere think that would be good. Yeah. That's a I, good prank. I think I'd, I'd like to um, uh, invite some some girls from my secondary school who I haven't seen in years, just so they know they completely missed their chance. <laughs> Fully missed the boat. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, ladies. This man's taken by Hades. <laughs> who's, but, se- who's sending those invitations? Because you're not. You've died. He I'll, had I'll, six months. Oh, he's got six months. Got yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah. First thing I do before post it goes on the fridge, just like get onto Facebook, find any of them. Find anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You rejected me. Send do you, you have, a invite. Do you have a list in your head of like three you can immediately name? I think I just I just get a, a, a random mix because then okay. they'd see each other and be like, oh. You as well. Oh, oh. nice. Oh. I didn't know you were still friends with Raj, even though, like, I wasn't. I, I just wasn't. got this Facebook message. We really missed our chance. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What if they? What if they don't say that? That's my like, what if they're like. Well, it, I know it's so weird. He invited me, but I felt guilty. Well, it's the Glenn thing. I won't be there to see it. Yeah, true. You won't be, be there. You won't be there. And you know, numbers, bums on seats. Yeah. <laughs> Could you get your friends to somehow make it more? You'd need you need more people involved in that scheme, is what I feel. Oh yeah, it's true. I think I definitely have a few people on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are the people who are saying, "Yeah, he did like Baby Shark. Yeah, it really yeah, moved yeah. him." Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, big Ellie Goulding fan. Yeah, I guess it's because guys didn't know. But yeah, yeah, a couple of insider people, and also I'd love to spread some sort of lie about hidden gold. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hidden gold, which is weird. You know, he, weird. He did Edinburgh, and he, yeah. <laughs> why didn't he use his hidden gold? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's clues. I don't know. Something, something buried underneath the garden. And then I think most people would just be like, "Oh, it's probably rubbish." But one person, you know, like a national treasure star. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go find it. So, how are you going to spread? Like, how are you going to spread that rumor? You need to like leave different clues in different places. 
Well, I guess you could leave things behind for people, like a little uh, map or something. Yeah, yeah, Someone, yeah. particularly for a friend you have who you've, you don't really care for anymore. <laughs> You're just like, this is for you. Don't show it to anybody. I always liked you the best. Hate you. Hate you so much. Like half a map, maybe. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then die. And then you need the, f- the other friend to find another half map. Yeah. And then, then to put it together and be like, <gasps> and, uh, and it, it. Yeah, they it's finally the find it. Map. It's the <laughs> <laughs> They, they get to the location, they dig it up, there's a box there, they open it up, it's a picture of me giving them the finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, and they go, that was the real treasure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, actually, the real that's treasure quite sweet. was the friends we the lost. Friends we <laughs> <on> the, <way. laughs> the friends we lost and the adventures they have on the way. Yeah. And then they should probably write a film about that and it would probably do quite well because that's yeah. a nice idea <laughs> of not being a treasure. Yeah, that's, that's nice, that's nice. Yeah. Um, Glenn, what are you thinking for your funeral? How are we thinking? Deadly like, serious. Deadly serious. Like genuinely deadly serious. Okay. And then at, I, quite, I, I, quite, I really like the Viking yeah, idea. Also, but, I, yeah. but I, again, to keep it sort of serious, I'd be in a hearse and then someone would fire a lit arrow just at the hearse <laughs> as sort of driving by like puncturing one of the tyres and sort of spins off the road causing a huge explosion um, the whole yeah. street's empty I th- because there's a initially I think my first ideas about ever having a funeral and realising that that will happen I, I kind of lent towards the idea of oh it would be more fun to, for it to be like a celebration and everyone sort of has yeah. fun but have, having experienced a couple of those I didn't really like it. I had a friend who died a few years ago, which I realised sounds a bit weird because at the beginning I was like, oh, you know, I've only had a couple of grandparents die. I have no repressed memories at all. <laughs> and suddenly I'm like, oh no, wait, a friend of mine died a few years ago. Um, but that was like a fun funeral mm. sort of thing and everyone was supposed to wear like bright colours and stuff like that, but it wasn't fun. You were just crying in a Hawaiian shirt this time. Um, and that is the saddest <laughs> image. Loads uh, of Hawaiian shirts but trying it, to keep it not, together. You can't pretend, like even it like... It's kind of what the wake's for. And that's yeah, the bit where yeah, yeah. the worst bit's done. And you kind of want everyone to have that. You want to, you want to remind everyone just how much you're going to be missed. Uh, yeah. So you want everyone to be like really sad. Uh, so that afterwards, then you can have sort of a bit more an enjoyment. And I think tonally, it's odd as well. I, I, I used to work as a, a news reporter for a radio station in... Uh, I, I won't say where, just because... Just to, uh, but it was... Um, <laughs> no, no, no! It wasn't, it wasn't a bad one, but just so no, just, just so there's no like, like link as to wh- who I'm talking about. Um, but there was, but uh, because it was when uh, troops were still stationed in sort of Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, and quite a few troops were sort of killed every time there was uh, a funeral of a soldier who, uh, who you know, for the most part, usually in their sort of twenties or thirties, were very young. Uh, every time there was a funeral of theirs, they'd be in all these sort of small villages in that in that sort of region. And so we'd go along to cover them, not in a sort of nasty paparazzi sort of way, but one way, you know, we'd been invited to the press to sort of cover it. And um, they would get hundreds of people along, like, but not just their family and friends and relatives, but everyone who lived in the village. But also you'd get military veterans from, from all over, people in their sort of 80s and 90s, uh, who, who would come and watch it as well. And so they had so many people all the time that they'd never be able to fit in the church. And so they'd have to sort of gather outside and they'd put speakers outside as well. And so we would just sort of record the service on our phones and, you know, the family would actively be like, yeah, you know, feel free to put that on the radio or TV or whatever. Um, and on one occasion, one of, one of these troops who died, they, they wanted it to be sort of an upbeat uh, funeral service. So it, during it, they said, we're going to play one of his favourite songs and it would be, uh, you know, disingenuous to pretend that his favourite song is, you know, like Women Eat My Wings or something like that. So they, they said, we're going to play his favourite song and they played uh, LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem. <laughs> and it sounded amazing because in you could hear inside the church all these people clapping, stamping their feet, dancing and having a great time and they were cheering. But that was inside the church and outside were hundreds of military veterans with their heads bowed as just <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> 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 
And it was genuinely one of the, one of the funniest and most awkward yeah. situations I've ever sort of been in. And I, I wouldn't want to put anyone through that. And so it was great it, for, for the Troots family and friends. It was absolutely great because that, that was something that they wanted to have and they all experienced it inside the church. But outside, it was remarkably surreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing image. It, it's tricky when they try, someone might, tries to make the funeral upbeat. I know what you're saying because I think sometimes it's lovely and obviously some people want that and they're like oh you know like someone is literally losing their shit were you there you were there um, <laughs> it's difficult it's so difficult to get right and i think what you're talking about is is true like the younger the person is obviously that like the harder it is to kind of get any joy into it but you're right that must have been lovely for his friends to hear a song that he genuinely appreciated um and we had josie long on a couple of um episodes ago on a live episode and she was saying she went to a friend's funeral, a quite young guy, and he was like very sort of cool indie person. Um, and but they went through his iTunes record to see what his most played song was, and it was um, I think I think it's right. It was "Get Happy" by Pharrell, oh, and they no. were like, "Oh, that's <laughs> not what we expected," because yeah. <laughs> that he'd never mentioned it to anyone, he'd never talked about that. So, but obviously, it was just like he just liked it and he'd been playing it. So they played it at the funeral. They were like, "No, we're going to honor." what he did we're just gonna play it because even though nobody knew he liked this song <laughs> he did he did like mm. this song i do not want people playing my secret shame songs oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a real sort of when i die delete my collection <laughs> yeah it's, it's the hard drive and the itunes yeah, yeah. Get, get i it guess out of there. the worst yeah. thing after that funeral would be if they then sort of check the account after us and they were like oh no we just that was just the itunes chart <laughs> <laughs> whoops yeah i know that's the thing people it might... was frozen the sound <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people will check weird things because yeah, they're yeah. trying to do what's right for you and then they might see you know how many times you've watched that episode of RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> and be like why does she keep on watching it when she knew the winner <laughs> I love Latrice Royale um, <laughs> I think yeah. it's good to compartmentalise sad songs into just like okay this is a song you only hear at funerals mm. so it doesn't affect your sort of everyday life when you hear it outside of that yeah. in the same way if I wouldn't want to spoil a happy song for people if yeah, it got played yeah. you know and I kind of like the idea that oh there's, there's like there's one th- like there's one outfit I've worn for every sort of funeral I've yeah, sort of yeah. been to in the last few years and it's sort of like right I like the fact that that, that is my only funeral I never have to wear it for any other sort of occasion yeah. um, and I quite in the same way I've only got like one thing I wear at like weddings and you sort of realise when you're in you sort of check your pocket's just full of all the programmes from sort of the previous yeah, one yeah, and yeah. all the cocktail <laughs> sticks you were too nervous to just find a bin before, yeah. <laughs> Say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome back to Griefcast with Carrie Ad Lloyd. Yeah, I have a funeral dress. We've talked about this on the podcast as well. Like, it's such a good funeral dress. It's like it's like really soft and it's like it's very respectful, but not so respectful that I look like a nun. But I made the mistake once of not wearing it. I don't think I could find it. And it was my mother-in-law's funeral. And I just thought, oh, I found like a black skirt and a, a black shirt. And I thought, well, this, this is fine. This is fine. And it wasn't until they were, everyone was at the house and they'd had food there. And I was holding food out. And I sort of caught myself in the mirror. And I was like, I look like a waitress. Like the shirt was just a bit too jazzy. Mm. And I'd put a belt on. And I just was like, oh, and people thought I was there with the caterers. And like, you had the, the name tag on. Yeah. <laughs> the apron and the name badge were unnecessary. <laughs> but it really, it made me so like, oh, you've got to have sticks. You don't change. Wear the yeah. dress that you wear to every funeral. Yeah. yeah it's I guess that's one of the downfalls of the fun funeral. They're making <laughs> you like take something that you like otherwise and associate yeah. it with a sad... Uh, Oh, an excuse to buy something new. <laughs> it's true. We are, we, are, we are down on fun funerals. We want like full yeah, on yeah. Victorian yeah. choral music and weeping and black. Yeah, I do. Someone, um, Jeff Lloyd said this in another episode of like, um, there was a funeral where everyone was supposed to wear football shirts because the guy loved football, but he didn't own one. So he's like, I don't want to buy one just for the, because then that's <laughs> the, fu- I bought, it's just sitting in my drawer as the football shirt I bought for a funeral. <laughs> so did he not do it? He didn't. He checked with another friend who was like, I'm also not doing it. Like, it's fine. It's kind of like, it's an invitation rather than, mm. you know, yeah. you can't get into the club unless you're wearing, <laughs> <laughs> wearing the football shirt. So yeah, Heidi, what do you want everyone wearing then? Do you want very somber? I mean, ideally they'll be in Robin Hood type outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Sorry. forgot. I don't think that's fun. I think it's still somber. Um, <laughs> Depends if they're dressed as King John. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, I think... I really love that Well, film, if I'm going to think about it, when you're talking about what you, funeral mm. dress... When I went to a funeral uh, a few years ago, I realized I didn't know what to wear and I don't have any nice oh, yeah, yeah. dresses and I didn't have anything nice and black and that. And I was very like, I have no idea. I always show up bat- underdressed, but don't want to do that at a funeral. So in that tone, I would be like, I want to be for my wedding. Wear what you want, guys. Uh, yeah, cash. 
hey guys, don't spend any money on a new outfit. <laughs> um, here's a list of things you can do. No, I'm thinking of a wedding. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, wear what you want, guys. Cash. You, want, you want a, um, I can't think of the word, a, a funeral gift list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gift gift. Say. <laughs> I was going to say prize list and I was like, that is not what they're called, Carrie. I've got pregnancy <laughs> brain. Oh, on funeral gift, I also want, not a gift list, but someone to come and give everyone gather everyone in a room give them things that like Heidi left this for you oh. but that will be like a prank like the first one would be like a sword and everyone be like oh wow but then everything else is just like this is a box of tissues and, like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just anything it's just how they emptied my house <laughs> a, a, knife, a knife with your blood on it and now their fingerprints yeah. <laughs> Heidi insisted that you had yeah. <laughs> here's a whole load of library books uh, uh, libra- libraries across London you probably return those <laughs> They are all out of date, actually, and they're, they're pretty annoyed about it. Yeah. So, And it's from a library you don't live near, either. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi's really sorry, but it's what she wanted. Yeah. It's what she wanted. Um, why do you we'll talk about funeral, but would you want to be buried or cremated? Or um, I think I'd, I'm perfectly happy being cremated, but I think by the time, fingers crossed that I get to live to a ripe old age, I think by the time I die, we're all going to be getting cremated. Oh, you think? Oh, when yeah. out room. Yeah, it's it's really on the up. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's the big old trend. Only only with the dead, but um, who knows? Oh, I thought you meant like a global warming thing of like yeah, the way yeah, we're going. Really we're all going to be yeah. cremated. Like, oh <laughs> fuck! Okay. Yeah. No, I, I Climate think, yeah. change is important. Yeah, yeah. It is going to kill us all. Yeah. I think a, a big reason, just because of tradition, but also I've been to a fair few crematoriums for for funerals and stuff, and they're really just beautiful places. They're like mm. like because. They've got all this space that they mostly just use to have these incredibly beautiful gardens. And then you can pick a little corner of it and you can have a little uh, sign saying, don't step on me. Um, <laughs> but it's just something very peaceful about it. Um, uh, once you get past the going into the room with the gruff looking man and he says, all right, um, you, you have to be there to see the coffin go into this yeah, machine. Yeah, that's the worst uh. bit of it. Um, and... Once you've done that, that can be a bit hard. But then you're like, you know, it's quite nice to be like, yeah, let's not, let's not let them decompose in the earth, and that takes years and whatever. I think it's something very um, modest of like, no, no, I won't take up too much room. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I quite like about it. Like, oh no, 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 I'm not a whole plot. Just yeah. bees in a drawer, it's fine. That, like, that's that could I be a flat. Like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I read something today when I was doing some research that in Germany they have for years and years they rent plots. So they don't, you wouldn't be like, oh, this person's buried here forever. You rent it for 20 years under the understanding you don't need it for much longer. And then it's all put into mass grave. Yeah, was I, was it on your podcast or another one? They said you only get a year in the Netherlands. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Have I dreamt that? Does anyone? (laughs) I only found out about Germany today. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me. The Netherlands are like, we're even more practical. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. And because they've got low-lying oh, land yeah. so they would actually i mean i'm not a scientist but <laughs> are you confirming it no no no, no. you're <laughs> just smiling <laughs> just enjoy it's been confirmed guys <laughs> yeah they just rent it but they were saying the problem is that uh cremations are really much more popular now so loads of the church um not churchyards the graveyards um are being turned into like parks because they just don't need them and i was like how german that's so like yeah so resourceful lovely. Yeah, that turn everything nice. into a park. <laughs> Berlin, there's a big what used to be an airport. It's now just a big old park. Oh. Yeah, right in the middle, of, right in the middle of the city. They know what to do with their parks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just thought it's like quite, yeah, it, it's nice, and it's um, I think the other thing that's interesting is cremation's becoming way more popular because because people are starting to get more like, oh, I don't want to be in the ground. But how do you feel, Glenn? You were going in, you going to the ground? 
I, I was initially, uh, my whole life was adamant I'd want to be buried. I just hated the idea of being cremated just, just in case death involves you still being to some extent conscious. Yeah, yeah. but the, then you'd and be buried then, alive. Yeah, but it's better, <laughs> Isn't that worse? it's better than really slow going into an oven going, well, nothing I can do about this. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, but I'd want like a TV screen in the coffin just in case. Um, oh, okay. But I, 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 so you can I, watch I, telly I, as you slowly think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little Twitter feed. Um, but that, I, 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 was, I was adamant that's what I wanted as well because it would be nice that there, there is this sort of permanent marker of you and that's never yeah. going to be moved. That's, that's where you are. Unless you're German. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there is a gravestone that's always going to be there. Um, and then a few months ago, just got terrified. I don't know why, just completely out of the blue about the idea of if you are very recently buried, just the idea that there is a very fresh version of you, mm. fully intact, just a few feet underground. And that yeah. was just such a horrible idea to me uh, <laughs> that I was like, burn it all down. But yeah, completely get rid of me. Um, what do you mean? Uh, like, what's your fear with that? As in someone doing <laughs> No, 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 no. Just, it was just an no, eerie... I don't was, mean grim. I mean, it was just an <laughs> I mean eerie nothing. idea that you, that, there, that for, for a brief period at least, you were, there is just, if you were walking through a, like, not, not in a sort of, spooky thriller sort of way I mean but I mean just <laughs> it was just an odd idea that there is just a perfectly preserved human body just in a box just a few feet below yeah, the I, ground I think it's uh, a bit just, weird yeah. that's why I've always thought cremation just seems like slightly yeah. more like, cleaner get what? to the point yeah I don't know but I'd, I'd like to I'd like to be I'd like to be cremated but like buried <laughs> so, the, so the ashes are then buried and okay. there is a that, that is kind of oh, they, 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 they'll put it about a foot down I think they, do. mm. they don't just leave it on the side yeah yeah <laughs> Well, you can have all sorts done with your ashes. You know, you don't have to. But you can have them interred, I think, in the crematorium or wherever you want them, you know, church or... You could be turned into, like, a, a cake and then fed to your enemies. <laughs> or your yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Rival comedians. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, we absorb your strength and all yeah. your jokes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you'd be telling very <laughs> underwhelming punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I've gone to... I think I've gone to more cremations. So I grew up thinking that was much more normal. But I know some people are like, oh my God, it's it's awful. And I get, the worst bit is the old coffin going into the thing. And, you know, I've seen it done very badly. I've seen it done like where like they, you know, like literally the, the vicar like presses a button and it's like... And then the curtain kind of like jerkily closes round, and you're like, oh, there's a person behind. Like, at least make this smooth. But I think that's the performer in me being like, someone stage manage this. <laughs> this is not working. The audience are aware. Um, but after that bit, once you're in, like you said, once you're in, um, I was looking at weird funerals today because that's what I do. And um, I didn't, uh, perhaps you know this, <laughs> informed audience, um, what they did with uh, Tupac Shakur's ashes did you know this no. okay so uh he was a famous rapper who died in a very horrible way where in a big bullet fight um bullet fight bullet fight <laughs> mm. is that what we're calling them now <laughs> don't bring a knife to a bullet <laughs> fight that's what we always say you should put that oh in a gun God, bullet fight. <laughs> they can throw those really hard yeah. Yeah. oh he got into a right old bullet fight oh, yeah. Yeah. he didn't win let me tell you that well, I really have not a lot of blood going to my brain. <laughs> so if you're judging me for being stupid, judge away. The parasite is taking the blood. Um, anyway, he died in a bullet fight, guys. <laughs> he was struck multiple times in the bullet fight. Um, so did it. then they cremated him. Uh, did it. Tupac's pals had um, decided 
that members of the rap I mean how white middle class do I sound two packs pals uh, mm. members of the rap group Outlaw Immortals which Shakur had founded mixed some of his ashes with marijuana and smoked them no. I did hear about this yeah. yes and then this website put Tupac died as he lived in more ways than one <laughs> I was like alright guys yeah, they smoked him, which is a bit like the cave. He lived being smoked by yeah. his friends. <laughs> <laughs> and like, then died the same way. And died yeah. in a bullet fight. <laughs> yeah, died fighting over some bullets. Yeah. yeah. What do you... I was like, not... That's not how I want to go, I don't I think. mean, it's... It, no, it's <laughs> bullet fight. <laughs> but, but, do you know what, Heidi? I think you can safely say you're not going to go in a bullet fight and we're not going to smoke do you. Do not jinx me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Such foreshadowing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was kind of nice. He was with his friends, but I was like, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's quite sweet. There's something they did all together. Yeah. yeah. For like, <laughs> go around on a Sunday. I mean, what's, there's not that much difference between that and like pushing him into the sea. Yeah, I guess that's no not, not living too back into the sea. <laughs> Maybe that's one of the things that they, they, uh, they're referring to when they sort of say, like, you know, be careful where you get your drugs. You never really know what's in them. <laughs> what <laughs> it's it's like, there could be a lot of two pack in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a bit two pack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I was reading about William the First, just to completely jump jump centuries. Who wasn't killed in a battle fight? He was killed in an arrow fight. <laughs> you know. And then shoot them with a flaming yeah. arrow. Die yeah, yeah. how he actually he didn't. Died. He uh, sorry. He was thrown against the. Uh, it was on horseback. Anyway, so by then he was a large man, grown more stout in his latter years. And according to Book Seventh of the Historia Ecclesiastica, um, he claims that the sarcophagus made for the king was too small. Right, so it's too small. He's got big and fat in his old age. So they tried to force the body into the space, whereupon it ruptured. I've heard oh. this one. The swollen bowels burst, and an intolerable stench assailed the nostrils of the bystanders and the whole crowd. Yeah. Not surprisingly, the services were quickly wrapped up, exploding at your own funeral. <laughs> Classic prank. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. That is great. Commitment. Yeah. Years and years of commitment to that. Yeah. But, you know, his inside men, they're not going to tell anyone it was deliberate. Legend. Yes, of course, because he's like, you know what to do, get the small coffin. I was going to oh, say, yeah. he left measurements that he was very yeah. insistent that we had very small coffin. Because I was like, why was it too small, the sarcophagus? Like, you just see the size Have of it. Have you him. seen sarcophagus? I think they're always quite small. But if from it's my a memory. Big, big guy. <laughs> my also, to try and push someone into the extent that they tore is like, <laughs> come on, you must have known on. Yeah. minutes before keep that, that happened. It. That yeah. It yeah. What could happen? Keep pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not awful if it wasn't though. They just were like, "Oh, just give it a squeeze and just boom." Yeah, like, and that's the king, and he's exploded oh. in your face. I'm. I've I've seen a few people in open caskets. They always look smaller. They always look really yeah. small. I Maybe, mean, yeah. how big was William? How big had yeah. he got? That's how stout, as they like to call him. <laughs> yeah, they're saying stout. They mean big, fat, gouty king, don't they? <laughs> like that's. Like Henry VIII, I guess, must have got That's not big. how you want to be remembered. Big, fat, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember by people wiping bits of you off their face. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good funeral, is it? If you're like... I mean, they Tupac and William the First, in their own way, gave back after their death. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both were involved. It's like... Um, if you, do you know what sky burial is? Oh, yeah, with the... Um, um, the, the Tibetans? Y- yeah. That and, do and, this? And, yeah. And, and Buddhist monks who, who... They're like, right, my body is... After I die, it only it, it's nothing. The best way I can give back mm. is to become food for animals. So they're just like, leave me out on a mountain, and the vultures, and the, come. Vultures and the bug, the animals will come and eat me, and that's that's the best thing I can be. But do you know it's someone's job to go and break the bones and mash it up so that the birds eat it? I found that out today. Uh, <laughs> they're called like the yes. bone smasher, and it's just like this little Tibetan lady like smashing <laughs> smashing him up. 
Yeah, because I guess what he would have wanted. This is what he wanted, but I don't know. I guess like it makes it easier to. I'd eat. This is like a lot, a lot of these ambitious ways to be like ambitious funerals or ambitious ways to die. It's a real pain in the ass to anybody you leave behind. <laughs> yeah. your, poor, your poor like partner having to be like, oh, actually, he did say stripey, stripey <laughs> suits. So please, on your way. He did want stripey suits and a sky burial. So yeah. if anyone can start <laughs> smashing the bones, if we really, have. yeah, that's the thing is you have to be aware of what you're leaving, like your funeral plan. I think it's lovely to have an elaborate funeral plan, but if you are. Leaving admin, yeah. Leaving admin! Yeah. There's a lot of admin after someone dies. If you're in the club, you know, like you've got to go through mm. all, the, all their accounts and all the bloody house stuff. And you, then you've got to organise like an elaborate funeral. Can I go buy a football shirt? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know. think the only, the only thing I'd really want in a funeral unnecessarily is, uh, is to have a coffin that's like nine foot. <laughs> and then so everyone was like, was he that top? <laughs> <laughs> With your feet at one end. Yeah, yeah. And then they open the head. They're like, he's not here! You gotta, just, you gotta, you gotta borrow some feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, so you got another guy squashed foot. at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But Freddie, tall. you don't have to put someone in. You can just have some fake feet. I'm trying to be economical here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, think about it. You're, that person might not have had the the money, the funds, the family funds yeah, to have yeah. a burial. That's true. So then, they're like, so right, well, let's just whack a, him in the bottom of Moors. A poor homeless person <laughs> in Glen's poor fella. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're with that. I mean, Glenn, Glenn's got a TV in there. You could have worse. I think that Worst would be hilarious to have feet at one end and then your actual head at the other. Yeah. So it really looks like it. But both ends open to prove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so everyone's like, he wasn't that tall. You look, there's his head, there's his feet. He was. <laughs> it's like, like, like mid- obsessed with seeing his middle so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really like um, it's a magician. <laughs> magician's, ass- his magician's assistant's you feet. It's like see, ladies, ladies' feet ladies in stilettos and a red dress. With the, all the admin you leave, I think everyone should make uh, put in charge of executing their will or whatever, whoever made them be a bridesmaid. <gasps> you know, when you're made to yes! be bridesmaid, it's like, oh, thank you, Genius. six months of WhatsApping all your oh friends God. and admin, I'll get you at my funeral. Yeah. That is an amazing idea. Uh, that's my catchphrase. I'll get you at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes, there's a jo- like there's a podcast called Hey Ladies which is based on the emails you get when you're a bridesmaid which oh. is like, "Hey ladies, so everyone needs to pay me 150 pounds." I know it sounds like a lot, but it's what Sandra would want and you're like, yeah, yeah. "What?" And then she has to organize your funeral. Yes, yes bitch. Perfect. Oh my god, that is so Revenge. perfect. I quite like the phrase I'll get you at my funeral just also when someone gets your pint oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get you at my funeral I'll get you at my funeral yeah. let me do so Heidi what do you think uh, do you have any beliefs about where you're going do you think after where what are you hoping or? I'm, I'm hoping for the sweet oblivion mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and I'm planning for that thank you <laughs> uh, no I think I don't think uh, I was Christian when I was little and mm. now I'm not so I'm hoping it's nothing everyone says that thing of like oh, why be scared of death when you're not sad that you didn't, all the years before you were born, that you didn't exist. But I'm, I resent that I wasn't awake <laughs> for all those. So, But uh, yeah, I think I, uh, I'm hoping it's lights out. Lights out, nothing. Yeah, I mean, it'd be lovely to have heaven, but um, <laughs> do you feel it's too I, nice. <laughs> I was sort of raised like, you know, a bit Christian, as in like that kind of Church of England school, Sunday school thing. So I sort of think if there is a heaven, does it count? That you got, you know, like I did ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was I a child and I didn't have any acknowledgement of what I was saying, <laughs> but I was there for ten years. No, so I think we the... get in more trouble if we oh, used shit. to believe okay. it and stopped. Oh no! Yeah. I thought that was like, like a pension. I put ten years in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was there for slightly a slightly bigger flat in heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah come yeah. on, a little come terrace. <laughs> <laughs> Raji, what do you think? 
so I, I was raised in, in Hinduism, big like reincarnate. It'd be nice to be reincarnated. It'd I be think. Ni- nice. I think that's nice. like. Uh, <laughs> you jealous? <laughs> so done with this. So done. Again, <laughs> don't oh, do man. Reset well, the test. <laughs> but you don't have to be a person. You could yeah. be. But that's if you've not been good. Worse. Not these days. I'm all right. So even better. Th- those last two, those last two weeks, you've you've definitely committed some bad sins. Yeah. You've gone yeah. down the ladder a bit. You get reincarnated as. Yeah, because the ultimate goal is to come back as a person. But yeah. if you were not as good, you come back less as, as like, an animal. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, which I think, I think if you're really good, you should come back as a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like that should be the ultimate. You come back as a dog. Someone, a cat, surely. A They've cat got a better a dog. life better than, than a dog. That, I don't know. A rich family's dog. Yes, a rich family's mm. dog. Like where like you're at the country house. So <gasps> yes. Like Friday to Sunday, lots of attention, lots mm. of treats, and then Monday to Friday, they're in the city. Yeah. You just got time to do your own thing. So you and you and the housekeeper <laughs> work on your yeah. novel. Yeah, work yeah. on your novel. Befriend some of the local wildlife. Yeah. Let and the other know. Let the other neighbourhood. Who used to be your neighbours in <laughs> yeah, former exactly. life? Steve. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh, you've gone down in the world. Oh, oh. Uh, live a, live a better what life you did next at my time, party. Steve. <laughs> But yeah, I think that should be like that should be what we're aiming for. Yeah. That should be it. Yeah. Also, being an animal is quite nice because I'm. I was thinking the other day about how I'm fascinated how boring an animal must be because <laughs> they've just got like this, like eat and then they maybe have sex and then they shit and sleep and that's and then exercise and they've kind of all. It must be incredibly boring but they don't have the brain capacity so they're just provided they get those five things they need they're totally fine mindfulness I remember I used to get really really envious if ever I was like going back to visit uh, my family over Christmas when I was at uni and if ever I was like really struggling with an essay and I'd just look at my parents dog and be like you don't have to write about the Victorian <laughs> yeah. and I just couldn't I, I was so jealous of this dog <laughs> so jealous because I was like you just get to sleep under a desk for hours yeah. and obviously in the wider scheme of things I don't want that but in the time in a, <laughs> there's a time and a place where you go I'd love that yeah. I keep getting that with babies on the tube mm. and they're being carried I'm like you lucky look. but then I think oh but you gotta go through all that crap I had to do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually yeah. You're gonna you gotta tr- do puberty you loser <laughs> <You're> gonna, <laughs> you've got to buy a protractor at some point uh, or a compass it's not even gonna be necessary <laughs> <laughs> Babies suck is what I said. Uh, <laughs> That's I mean, like... congratulations. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are so angry with babies and dogs. Yeah. And also, I think it's a dangerous thing to say about animals to be like, they're boring. Like, have you seen what octopuses can do? Yes, it's terrible. They are so clever. Yeah. They are not just doing five things and going, oh, those guys are worrying about climate change and hoping we're doing something about it. They've yeah. got a Sudoku on the go. Oh my God. Isn't there is... a video of an octopus getting through a tiny hole and you're like, that there's guy's not, there's coming a video for us. of an octopus escaping, opening his own tank in a zoo, going out across the floor, going back into his tank and relocking it. <gasps> what? And he committed identity theft while he was <laughs> yes. out. Yeah. Yeah. And no Don't one ever knew because he was still in there. Look, oh. I eat meat, but I think eating octopuses is not... Like, they're just so clever. My daughter's just really got into watching... <laughs> See creature videos. <laughs> I think on the reincarnation ladder, octopuses are probably above us. Then like above yes. us, above us, you've got octopuses, dolphins. Whales they have a good time. Yeah. Whales, bonobos. It's all just wanking and throwing your shit around. <laughs> Sounds wicked. Yeah, it's like being a really irresponsible human. Yeah, like, <laughs> in like a really hot country. Yeah, like yeah. bonobos. <laughs> most like monkeys, chimps, and stuff. They have all of the fun of being a, a human mm. and none of the responsibility. Did you say shrimps? Oh, chips. chips. Oh, chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a, sh- a, a, sh- a shrimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> Those shrimps, Heidi, they have a great yeah, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. my God. Come back as a shrimp. Um, so, Roger, do you think you might come back? It'd be nice to come back. 
Um, to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know. You still, did, I'd love him as a different guest uh, maybe, if you yeah, get reincarnated, yeah. I think it'd be really cool to come back because you just... Like, I kind of think a lot about the fact that, like, we are... Despite the fact that we, you know, everybody's a different person. We're, we're exactly the same because mm. we all want the same things and we all feel pain the same way and we all feel stress and whatever. And so it'd just kind of be nice to do it in someone else's shoes. <laughs> Maybe this time I'll have straight hair <laughs> and I'll be short and a lady or something. I love that what you said was really deeply profound, but in a really jolly way. And I was <laughs> just see, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm on board with Hinduism. Yeah, I was just completely converted there. I I, like, actually, yeah. I think that's just me. I don't know if that's Hinduism. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, Glenn, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think re- realistically nothing and i hope that isn't the case i can't get my head around the idea that your consciousness can just switch off i don't, mm. I, don't I don't understand it, 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 it i i i don't know that it, go, it happens when you go to sleep it, it vanishes you know but i, I essentially uh, or that's, that's at least what it feels like so i can't get my head around the idea that it would completely go away but at the same time i think realistically i can't i can't i can't imagine there being uh, a heaven or anything like it it, it doesn't follow it. It can't follow its own rules. It doesn't mm. make. I don't. I don't understand how. You got. Work. There's a lot of questions. The infrastructure there? would just be all over. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I. I. I think. I. I'd love reincarnation mm. if you're aware of it. Oh, so if you become reincarnated yeah. and you go, oh right, okay, yeah, I'm an ant this time. Uh, fucked up somewhere down the line, but okay, <laughs> okay, right. We'll do, you know we'll give us a go. Um, I mean, but I, I had this horrible thought earlier on in the year that. And I really hope this isn't the case. The the, wo- the world say lasts for however many sort of billion years, and there is one consciousness, and we're all the same consciousness. And what happens is you live your life, and then once you die, you get sent back to like say two thousand years ago, uh, and you're someone uh, in you know in, in Bethlehem, uh, and and you're that life, and then you zip forward like quantum leap, mm. um, and you keep doing, and then basically you, until you have lived the life of every single person. <gasps> Over there. And so we were all just the same person. And then it would, and then so like you'd be sort of like, oh God, now I've got to diagnose myself uh, with that disease because I did that millions of millions. Yeah. I hope it's not that. All I'm saying is I hope, I hope it's not that thing I made up. Exhausting. Uh, yeah. Exhausting. What a long, long life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, well, well, Glenn, you, everybody just went. Right. Fucking hell! Yeah. Like that's more bleak than exactly, hell. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'll take hell. Like what? I, I would. I would then have to live as my dad and watch fried green tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe on Easter Sunday again, eleven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I know what happens here. But yeah, <laughs> that I, would I, be the top of the annoying list. I've heard that before in like a ethical argument where they're like, well, if you believe that we, sh- you know, you should never be cruel to anyone because you're just being cruel to yourself, and we're all the same person. Mm. Um, which is, I don't know if that's ethics being like. Well, you're just being cruel to yourself. It's just like, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I, and I am the most important thing, so thank you very much. Exactly. Yeah. I think, think it would be a more it would be a more considerate way of living your life than that sort of I think Truman Show idea that some people have that they're sort of like, well, but the world is about me because uh, why, yeah. why why else am I living it? So someone pushes past you on the tube, and you instead of being like "fuck you," you're like "that's me in a hurry." Good luck, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope you got where you needed to go. Yeah. yeah. I understand why you're being a huge asshole. Yeah. yeah. And then when you live it, thousands of years down the line, you were like, "I just wanted to buy some sweets." Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Why have I learned nothing? <laughs> oh my god. Well, listen. Thank you so much for talking to me about death and grief and funerals and all sorts of things. Thank you very, very much to guys in St. Thomas's and I'm just going to say the the let's talk transforming end of life care conversations which is why we're here please give a round of applause for your amazing guests you've had Glenn Moore Rajiv Karia and Heidi Reagan I've been Carrie Lloyd thank you very much good night
You can follow Heidi on Twitter at Heidi underscore Reagan, R-E-G-A-N. You can follow Rajiv on Twitter at Rajiv Akaria, that's R-A-J-I-V-A-K-A-R-I-A, says the dyslexic very proudly. And you can follow Glenn on Twitter at the news at Glenn, and that's Glenn with two N's. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Griefcast. The show was edited by Kate Holland with thanks to Whistledown Studios. The music was provided by the Glue Ensemble. And remember, you are not alone. <laughs>